Hello, uh, welcome to the Gas Recalling Podcast with uh, Ian and Jen. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit more fun this week. Uh, looking forward to, uh, we're going to be talking about what we got to last weekend. Uh, TV locations we've visited or, or, or fallen upon anyway. Um, also, uh, update on getting King Arthur and a Good Beer Guide. Uh, that's something I'm trying my hardest to do. Uh, new TV show ideas that we come up again. You love these, don't you? And uh, also, uh, events this weekend. Uh, right, we're going to kick off the show uh, with a bit of Steve Henderson, who, who I saw out on Friday, uh, Saturday night. This is Butterfly. Stomach full of butterflies I'm shaking in my shoes I've got everything to gain And I've got everything to lose The sweat is beating on my brow I'm getting short of breath you know I've got that girl so bad She scares me half to death But what if I don't treat her right Someone tell me what's a deal Cause sometimes in the dead of night Self-doubt comes like a fever And I just can't believe she's real I've always been the quiet one Sat happy in my ways But since the day her path crossed mine Well, I've been living in a day Calls me up. I panic when she don't. I'll be delighted if she'd be my girl. I'll be devastated if she won't. What happens when she breaks my heart? Is there a number I can call? Skepticism from the start I'm putting on revolver I shouldn't get involved at all She's the reason I get out of bed And look forward to each day The world would be a duller place if she had stayed away The butterflies have flown away In a multicolored cloud Now everything I hear is bright And everything I see is loud 
I'm so happy that she knocked my door I'm so glad I let her in Don't think that I could love her more We're going out tonight Is there anything more frightening? Yeah, we're going out tonight Beneath the thunder and the Okay, kicked off the show with a bit of Steve Henderson and Butterflies, and uh, you can catch Steve at the King Arthur this Sunday. And welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Hi, Jem. Ian, hi. It's uh, getting cold in the evenings, even though the days yeah. are warm. And uh, yeah, how are you? What have you been up to? Oh, I, well, today I've, 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 I'm speaking to you. I've just come back from Weymouth, so pop down and see me mum and dad. Uh, pop down on the train, which is always quite nice. And now we're on the train down there and now we're back and, um, yeah, saw them and went for a, uh, a pint in the afternoon um, in a couple of local pubs there. And, um, yeah, all good, all good. What about you? Uh, I tend to work from home on Tuesdays, which is always good, sort of catching up my with my week and making plans. So, yeah, just on uh, these tender hooks, maybe a little addition to our family, but we mm-hmm. will keep everything crossed. Can't say any more than that, but uh, there may be another gig attendee in a few years' time. We'll wait and see. But so, yeah, I've just uh, that tentative thing. And uh, yeah, just doing some library stuff that I've done. Uh, we've got uh, one of my favorite books is uh, um, by an author called Rainer Wynn, who wrote The Salt Path. And it's a real amazing story from homelessness and illness to walking the Southwest England coastal path. It's one of my favorite books, really. It's quite inspiring. And I had the pleasure cool. of actually catching up with her over a sort of a, a little uh, podcast that I do for Somerset Libraries. And uh, she's just an amazing person talking about, you know, the struggles that she's been through. And I think it's something that we can all relate to in, in these times, that despite everything, the thing that keeps her and her husband going together, even though he's not well, is the outside, outside walking in all weathers. Um, yeah. yeah. I got a few tips from her because she was she puts up tents in really, really – uh, storms and bogs and things <laughs> and and I struggled to get my tent up at Glastonbury let alone in the middle of nowhere so I was saying how do you do it and uh, yeah she told she told us and uh, I still don't think I'd ever be able to put our tent up in in a, in a false nine gale but there you go so that that's been my my week so far no no sounds good yeah well talking about the price of Glastonbury's gone up hasn't it so that's uh yeah, I guess it's not been for three years and everything's gone up in the last 12 months. So. No, I, but it's just It just feels like, a, you know, I think Glastonbury, doing, you know, you, you, they have a, a festival that runs, what, five days. So, yeah, yeah. You know, fair dues, it's a really good value for money festival despite. But it's just another hit, isn't it? Everything yeah, is going but, up, isn't it? Saying that, if I factored it, if you've done the rate of inflation over the last three years, including 10% for this year, that increase from then to now would have put it at £330 anyway mm. without factoring in, you know, um, they're pro- they probably use things like red diesel in their generators and stuff like that. So, you know, what you pay for diesel at the wholesale, at, at the base price, has gone up sort of a 
a time and a half again. So, and, and, and like a festival like that's not a green festival, you know, not, not, this isn't a criticism. It's just reality of the fact it takes a, a lot of power to run the festival and a lot of money to, to power it up. Plus all the, um, a, a lot of the, um, stages have been asking for extra money and things like that. And people who run, you know, do work at events. So it's, it's no surprise it's gone up to that. You know, I was expecting it. Yeah, no, I agree. I just, uh, coming back to not a green festival, but is music green when bands tour? I mean, Massive Attack yeah, yeah, yeah. and Radiohead have been looking at how they can tour avoiding aircraft. I don't think any music or that kind of way of living is green. But in fairness to the festival, there's two things I I I would want to sort of give them sort of my my support what for what it's worth is the deposit scheme's really really good so yeah, at least yeah, now yeah. you know yeah. you've got time you know for a lot of people I, w- I was trying to catch up with a musician um at the festival uh, this year and uh, just to do an interview that I- i've done before and someone called grace petrie who's on tour and uh i didn't get an interview because her holiday is at glastonbury festival so she's on holiday right. and just happens to do a gig and for a lot of people, it is a holiday. You're there in something you love, the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the festival's trying to be green in the in the areas it has control of, like, you know, oh, recycling no, no, I'm, things. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so not I'm just criticising them for not trying to be green, but the reality of running stages. Mm. I mean, they haven't got soda panels to run the stages. You need generators to run the stages. Croissant, uh, that, that's, that's, that's uh, solar powered. And that's the only stage that's solar powered. Yeah, yeah. And Croissant Nerf, that's the only one. But, you know, it takes a lot of power to run these big lighting rigs. And obviously the power's been reduced down over the years because of um, LED lighting, whereas you used to have, um, oh, what are they called, the, the lights, um, the par lights and things like that in the past. So they were big energy absorbing things. So, you know, it, that, that's been reduced down a bit, but, you know, it's still a fair old chunk of energy to run a festival and all but that then, lighting. Here's something I, I wonder if, so there's what, a quarter of a million people at Glastonbury Festival. And if you had a city, uh, of a quarter of, of a million or a large town. Oh, yeah. I wonder what the comparison of energy usage would be, whether it be diesel or coal or wood fire. Then it would still, I don't know, probably because it's not houses and there's no heating going on in each individual tent, that it probably is still more efficient. Maybe we should all live. Maybe we should turn the UK into one giant festival. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Might be greener. Well, it can be at times a, a giant festival. It'd be pretty you? cold, though, wouldn't it, in January? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be, be quite chilly. Mm. Uh, um, oh, yeah, one thing I did last week, I went and yeah. saw um, uh, Gas Brookfield at the King Arthur. And yes. He was, he was excellent. And who was, uh, was, he, who was he with? Chris Chris Webb, was it? Or? No, Heartbeat. And that oh, okay. Heartbeat. Yeah. He was meant to support him on a lot of the dates earlier on the tour, but he's had mm. COVID, so he missed those supports say so this was his first um chance to support him on the tour so um yeah he's doing a lot of dates it's quite good it was interesting because um he's got a thing now a, a patron thing where people you know subscribe so much a month to it and that allows them to pick some tracks on the set so there are some unusual tracks on his set one you know two or three of them 
one of them he couldn't even remember. He had to give it up <laughs> uh, where where someone had picked it. So, um, yeah. yeah. He's great live. Um, yeah. Big, big fan. I, 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 You know, when you've got a favourite artist and uh, you, you love their material and then, I don't know what it is for you, but for me, I'm kind of, well, you did, we had it on... In in series two, you were talking about about where there was a new album that came out. You were really excited about, and yeah. you play you kept playing and playing the album. I've forgotten who that was. Who who was that? You, you oh Jamie T. Yeah, that's right, Jamie T. And you were yeah. said how excited it was, and it was probably still one of your favorite albums. Of yeah, the- yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, so I came back to Gaz. I'm just wondering, you know, has he got any new material? Because I just I'm desperate for a, a new a new album from him. No, no, he had one out uh, last year. So, oh, okay. Uh, I've missed that, have I? Yeah, oh, you no. missed that. So I'm going to have to. It Idiomatic. Ah. So, you know, it's a really good album, some good tracks on it. So That put me in my place, didn't it? I'm going to go. I feel guilty now. Gaz, yeah. I'm really sorry. I'm going to go and listen uh, to the whole album from beginning to end. a new al- album, I heard in, well, I heard a track on, by, by an act on Radio 6 uh, called Panda Bear and Sonic Boom, I think, or something like that. And um, and oh, it's really good. I, I listened to the album on Spotify today, and it's really good. But it's very sixties orientated. It sounds quite a lot like the Beach Boys. Mm. It's quite a throwback type album. And one of the members of the band, uh, of, of, of the duo, used to be in um, a band called Spaceman Three. So it's it's but it's nothing like what they used to be. But it's quite. An upbeat, like, you know, probably surfing album, I'd say. You know, it's one of those smiley type albums. Definitely worth a listen. I'm up for that. I, I've, um, my um, album that I'm listening to at the moment from a Bristol 12 piece group. Can you imagine putting them on the King Arthur, a 12 piece yeah. <laughs> group, uh, and the poor person doing the sound? They probably have something like Doug or doing it. Um, but uh, no go stop, sort of an Afro beat. But they've got oh, like yeah, a, this yeah. amazing woman's soul singer that sort of brings it's a bit like Irie Fire, but without the reggae, but with the Afro beat. But the tunes are pretty catchy as well. And I really love the album, I bought it uh, on Bandcamp. And uh, and then I saw in a, in a magazine that I love to read, I only gave them two stars. And I think it's so unfair. I love this album, which means, oh, no. you know, don't let reviews fool you. You know, if you like something, you like something. It's just an individual's yeah. interpretation. They weren't rude in the review, but two stars, no, it's a great album. So that's my listen of the moment. Okay. Well, we'll get on and play some music now. This is uh, Crazy Legs and Dark. Listen to me. 
Let's go.
okay, bit of Gilda Parade there, and, and we collide. Um, yeah, um, one one thing um, when I was on holiday uh, in Inverness, uh, there was it was quite interesting the amount of people who were doing tours and things like that because of things that they'd seen on the on the TV. And one of the big things uh, a lot of the Americans were touring around for was watching um uh locate uh, to visit some of the locations they filmed a series called outlander on uh which isn't necessarily that big in in the uk but it's quite it's quite big in the us it's got a bit of a cult following um and we started watching it now because of that and you can see some of the places that we've been and visited in inverness but um yeah i mean uh have you ever been away and then specifically gone on something to sort see any TV locations or things that you're a fan of that's ever been filmed? Uh, well, not deliberately, by accident. Obviously, Wells, the city oh, of Wells, yeah. is the classic, isn't it? And we did do it. I forgot the name of the movie. What was the... the Hot the, Fuzz. Yeah, Hot Fuzz. So did do a tour in Wells um, when I was still living really just on the other side of the Mendips at the time. It wasn't very far away with this. Um, they had the all the shops had theatre and things inside it in, and uh, they had different events and you could book different events. Uh, and so they put on a lot of empty shops, but some that were actually open, they put on theatre, uh, especially written for it. It was amazing. It was brilliant. But there was one tour, a walking tour. You just turned up and meet and you had the Hot Fuzz tour. So I did that and oh, wow. really, really enjoyed it. Actually, the person doing it brought in a lot of humour and then sort of, Every time I rewatch the film, I actually, I'm not thinking of the film. I'm thinking about that walk we went on because it was just so funny and the group we were on were really good. But actually, the only obscure one is this obscure movie, which I used to watch with my kids. And it's it's got some of the four weddings and a funeral, those kind of actors in that movie, was in this film called Starter for Ten. Oh, yes, yes. And it's, well, it's, not, it's not at all a brilliant film, but it's just quite cute. And it was filmed in Bristol. It's filmed where the Matthew, the, the wooden ship, was built in this yeah. uh, opposite the Thecla. So I did go and have a look at that. And so it's not exactly a famous movie, is it? I've let you down here, haven't I? No, 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 no. That's good. That's the sort of thing I was thinking of. Doesn't have to be. It's like those people with Outlander. Because to me and Captain, you know, some of the sort of like commentary on the tours where they were telling, they were, they're on about all these locations, how they were using Outlander. Me and Karen are looking at each other, going, "What?" <laughs> I've but, just got, I've just got actually something that really happened. With, where it was, it was very exciting at the time. It didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. One Christmas, I used to work on Corn Street in Bristol, in the centre of Bristol, and the BBC came in and said, "We want to take over this part of Corn Street and your office where you're working in." for the Christmas special for Doctor Who. Now, I was kind of, the saliva was pouring out of me. I was gurgling away, thinking, got to get this through the bosses. And it was all fine. And they took over the whole building and they took it back to the Victoria area. It's when David Tennant was in it. Yeah, so we right. said on one condition, yeah, this is fine. And, and I had a private word with the sort of set person that, you know, would it be possible to get an, uh, an autograph from David Tennant? Yeah, yeah, it was all good. So they did. They took it all over. And when the Christmas special came out, uh, you could see parts of it. Couldn't recognise our building because they covered it all up to make it look Victorian. And then they forgot about David Tennant. So we never got that autograph. But it was very no exciting at the time where they were bringing carriages in as well. So 
um, not visited the set, but been in one. So that was pretty exciting. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, we went and visited. I've said this on on a previous podcast when we was over in France. We and um, we went and visited the set of Merlin, and there was this beautiful castle, and they happened to be filming there as well. We were hoping they might be, and we did. We went up, and it was great for Kieran, and we met some of the cast and that as well, which was absolutely fantastic. But the other one we did was when I went on, uh, we went on holiday to Dubrovnik and we stayed outside and um, we went on, um, there's local tour people person. He took us out in his car and did a tour of all the Game of Thrones um, because there were um, places that he filmed the Game of Thrones and, uh, he, it was a, it was brilliant because um, you know he took us up to some amazing scenery and some amazing places, and it's it's a fantastic city, Dubrovnik, anyway, you know, and uh, you know you'd be stood on somewhere and he he'd say, oh, you recognise this, and he'd hold a picture up. This is where this bit of, of the program was filmed, and this is where that bit of the program was filmed, and you could see it all, and then you could work out where they put some of the CGI in to make it look a bit different in the background and that as well, you know, but that was fantastic. Yeah, no, it's, um, I, I like the accidental um, places that we visit. And uh, I think also with Wells, especially, but also around Glastonbury, uh, you just got to walk around the high street and inevitably there'll be something that's going to be going on at some time of the year. There's so many films done at the Bishop's Palace. uh, Oh, for sure, for sure. And they don't tell you what they're making, but then if you find some sort of friendly uh, crew, they often do sort of spill the beans a bit. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, we'll we'll play some more music now. This is a brand new track by Leathers. Uh, They have an album coming out uh, very soon, and this is uh, the title track of it. It's called Noise Beat.
that now for nearly two months We just stopped in a lay-by to make some lunch We're heading for Vienna on a cold November day We've done two thousand miles so I'm sure we'll find our way We've got the bare necessities and so far it's been grand Woken up to frosty grass and we've woken up to sand Living in this little van has helped me realise That I don't need a million things to live a happy life Got a place to keep our clothes and a place to rest our head And we rescued young Delilah, the kitten from the east We took her to Samoboa to find a family simple, no it's not always a breeze, but not having a rent to pay helps me feel at ease, well it might not last forever but it's working for me now, so I'm driving to Vienna underneath the clouds, oh and yes it might be colder than a normal house, and I'll admit that we were woken the squeak of a mouse But the best thing of all is stepping out the door To a brand new destination Who could ask for any more Home is where Sam Evans there and Vienna, and he is down Cyderbarn, um, out at Ditchit on ooh, what day? Sunday on Sunday. So you fancy a Sunday uh, afternoon pint? 
a good place to go and 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 um and go out uh yeah well you know a while ago i was uh talking about oh we we ought, the king arthur um should be in the good beer guide um and we're in season two we we're chatting on the podcast about it so what i've done now i've gone and joined camera which is the campaign for real ales which is a good thing to join anyway it's a, it's a it's a whole uh thing that supports pubs and 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 uh the history of brewing and which, which has been going on this country for many years and um it's really shaped a lot of the country's history and that as well um the pubs and um you know, uh, they serve such good beer. So I've joined Camera, and I've found that um, they've got a meeting in November, um, November the 5th. And uh, this is, uh, they're, they're having a chat at the local branch about local pubs that uh, we want to, rec- people, members want to recommend to get, get entered in the good beer guide. And then people have got to go to them and then vote on the beers and their beer selection as well. So I'm going to go along to that specifically to try and um, to try and infuse people to go in there and and check out check it out for the beer because they do very good beer in there. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing two voices in my head. The one is you're going down to camera to have a meeting to get King a, King Arthur into the good pub guy for their beers on the other hand i'm hearing i'm having a meeting with my mates and i'm gonna have a few beers oh, don't for know the purposes any. of research yes i've got i've got you worked out that's a very good one to pass us we we know what why you're going there because you love it there and you love the beer and it's just an excuse to, to yeah, but continue the that research not, the meeting's not the king after ah. it's, it's at taunton uh in a pub in taunton so uh they have their that's completely destroyed by theory. Yeah, I feel, I thrown, I, yeah. I feel that I need to go in the naughty step now. <laughs> no, you do, you, you do. Yeah, I, I think. Well, if I go along and make the suggestion, you know, they should. You know, because the beer's always good. I, I went in there and like they turn over so much beer in there. They sell a lot of real ale, and that's why it's so good because they sell a lot. And if you're turning it over regularly fresh. selling barrels out in two or three days it's always going to be fresh it's always going to be good quality yeah, yeah. you have to do a lot to cock it up you know and and the thing is they should be encouraging the pubs that and 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 putting the pubs that sell a lot of real ale in the good beer guide and and sort of local ones as well that's what you want i think it's a good choice uh yeah. times i go to the king arthur the beer is always brilliant and you always yeah. All my kind of local beer knowledge came from there, really. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I support you on that. It's got my vote. No, got your vote. Join yeah. camera, vote for them. Go, and, go on the beer scoring thing. I've got That's the what, beard. What you go on, you go on beer scoring and score the beer in there, which I've done a, on a few beers. So, um, and, yeah, it's, it's really good. Anyway, I've got, I've got another idea for a TV show. Oh, uh, no. Beyond, beyond my... Um, brilliant crop circles circle challenge which no one no he's not over it everyone he still wants the crop circle thank goodness it's winter time yeah yeah he won't have to think about about it next next year when the crops come up but i i i've 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 thought up another one you know pointless you you ever see pointless i love pointless yeah richard osman's gone but they've got um 
uh, what's the guy from uh, Green Room? Um, Green, Steve, Green Wing. Stephen. That's right, Mangan. Mangan, yeah. Steve Mangan, he's yeah. Been on that, yeah. And he's just like Richard Osman. He speaks exactly the same. So no, yes, love really pointers. Good. I love he, it. Yeah. He was. He was really good. Come on, spill well, the. I was watching this. it the other day. I'll be your pitch. Okay, I'm the BBC. Right. Channel 4 kind of a program buyer and you've got to yeah. pitch me. I was watching it the other day and you know how they put pictures up and people got to guess, you know, they guess how many people and, and there was a picture of the Queen on there and um, it's like, well, um, how, how many people know who this is? Uh, and uh, it was 97. And I thought, how can, who, who is three people who don't know the Queen, <laughs> who the Queen is, and who the hell do they think she is? You know, sadly departed Queen, but, um, you know, who did it? And I thought, well, why not do a reverse pointless? Uh, point. Reverse pointless. No, I know, it's where points. You've got to guess how many people don't know uh, the answer. You know, especially on the obvious answers, and then if you get one where a hundred people know it, then it counts as the hundred pointer or the you know the full 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 point. But um, yeah, I was I was just thinking, well, that that might be a good way to you know a good way to do it, and uh, an alternate angle of a uh, of reverse pointless. It's it's a great idea Ian but you know what's going to happen you're going to get all these people that work for pointers sort of saying it's plagiarism so it's no, a bit no, like no, no. just imagine Stairway to Heaven Led Zeppelin so was... I've written that song I made no money I never got any gigs but I wrote that song uh, and then all of a sudden Led Zeppelin think that sounds a bit like my song and I get a few million out of it that's what's going to happen you see no people I'm going to put just... it to Richard Osman to let yeah. him use it yeah well he's know, left I now so he doesn't you know he's yeah, too busy let, writing let, crime novels it could be the person that stole Pointless and then the director gets murdered or something and Rich Osmond writes a book about it. But but then you can get bonus points for trying to guess who they thought that person was or who they what they thought the answer was. So if you get any of the sort of bogus answers, so if you thought, for example, the Queen was Helen Mirren... <laughs> If you said Helen Mirren and someone had guessed Helen, she was Helen Mirren, then you'd get you'd get a bonus point or you get a, a bonus I'm, I'm gonna challenge this. Here we go. You just thought of a better idea than this. It's gonna be on, called man. it's gonna be called Generation Z Generation Game. Okay, so what it is, you get famous celebrities going on the conveyor belt, going around, so that you've got to yep. give a certain age to recognize this, and you get a minute, and you get all these famous celebrities, musicians, actors. Uh, going around there, then it closed down. You've got to remember who's gone past. And then if you do get it, you don't get a cuddly toy. You get a real animal, like a pet dog or whatever it is, and you have to look after it. So what do you think about that? It's just the same, isn't it? You know, yeah, Z generation game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Z generation game. Yeah, should be good. I mean, that's the thing. You look at half the programmes our days when they say we've got celebrities on it, you go, I've never seen them before in my life. I never, I never recognised anyone. I'd be walking past someone and wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know if it was the king. No, no, wouldn't even unless it was know. Elvis. Okay, let's play some music. Uh, this is Fake Dave and uh, Fake Dave. Oh, 
trades, master of none Been perfecting being lazy since my time on earth began I'm a procrastinator, percolator, taking it easy I only buy the ketchup in the bottle, they squeezy Instant gratification is the thing that I seek Every word I say intended to be tongue-in-cheek Wasted opportunity to push myself on I'm the victim of myself and everything I've done wrong People call me fake days, but I'm down if you're local Usually write the tunes, but it's time to get vocal Style. My brain just ain't that quick But give me the time I write I write that makes you feel sick See I'm a drummer The rhythm flows through my soul And I lose control Every time I hit a beat roll Every kick, every snare, every hi-hat flare Gets me every time Sends a shiver down my spine Myself to death Gradually go in depth Acting a fool, thinking I'm cool Think I should give it a rest Easy peasy, lemon squeezy All the things that easily please me Chilling at home, laying in bed Pushing the words at the back of my head I need to push myself to reach towards my full potential I need to write a list But I can't be bothered to pick up a pencil I'm just a lazy man A super comfy dad Think I could change, maybe I can Give it a week, don't push me, man fake days, but I'm down if you're local Usually write the tunes, but it's time to get vocal I can't freestyle, my brain just ain't that quick Time I write a rhyme that makes you feel sick See I'm a drummer, the rhythm flows through my soul And I lose control, every time I hit a beat roll Every kick, every snare, every hi-hat flare Gets me every time, sends a shiver down my spine Just ain't that quick But give me the time I write a rhyme that makes you feel sick See I'm a drummer The rhythm flows through my soul And I lose control Every time I hear the beat roll Every kick, every snare, every hi-hat flare Gets me every time Sends a shiver down my fake days But I'm down if you're local Usually write the tunes but it's time to get vocal I can't freestyle, my brain just ain't that quick But give me the time I write a rhyme that makes you feel sick See I'm a drummer The rhythm flows through my soul And I lose control Every time I hit a beat roll Every kick, every snare, every hi-hat flare Gets me every time Sends a shiver down my spine I wake up with the morning sun Knowing it's the first to come Without you Without you Looking at the morning news Hearing nothing, seeing you Receding Receding I hear your voice 
us You're halfway here And halfway where You're halfway where Lots of numbers on a screen Plain to see but hard to feel It's helping It's helping Life in lines of red and green Accurate and clean I'm shit scared I'm shit scared I hear your voice You're halfway here And halfway there I hear your voice You're halfway here and halfway where, you're halfway where In a small hour, the longest hour You push the door and touch the key In a small hour, the longest hour You settle away from we three With the morning sun Knowing it's the first to come Without you Without you I hear your voice You're halfway here And halfway there I hear your voice You're halfway here Okay, halfway where by you, me, and him. I can hear the sort of like I doubt if you can hear it. I can hear the church bells going in the background here. They've been going. It must be bell ringing practice uh, night today, and um, yeah, it, it sounds like they're having to go for it anyway. Um, so yeah, this weekend one or two um, events on. Uh, Martha Tilson is playing the assembly rooms on Thursday night. Uh, Izzy and David Many are playing at the Art Bank on Friday. Um, there's also the Funky Diddies and Mojo Working playing at the Red Brick Building on Friday. Saturday is Dralia, uh, Armadeus and Groove Warden playing a, a metal gig at the King Arthur. It's the Glastonbury Fairy Weekend in the Town Hall. And Gabrielle Applin is playing an acoustic set at the Red Brick. That was postponed and rearranged. And then on Sunday, Steve Henderson's playing the King Arthur. Sam Evans is at Cider Barn. And Riley's Cove are on at the White Hart at Crewkern. So what, were you up to anything the weekend? 
Uh, probably not. I don't I've got a few gigs coming up, but nothing at the moment. And I, I really would love to see Martha Tilson at the assembly room. She does play there on occasions and I really like her. So that temp- tempts me. I'm also tempted by Sam Evans. It's been a while. I, I think he's yeah. recording a new album. And so he's in my thoughts as well. But you've, you've got to hedge your bets with what's going on in your personal life at the moment. It's, a bit, it's a bit of a hedgerow, yes. You can't overcommit. No. You can't go, I'm going to go, no. oh, um, on Friday night, I'll be going, yeah, Friday night might be out the window. No, I tell you, I tell you what I am watching though. So it's probably a staying in week. In I've forgotten what it's called, but it's um on it's on Netflix and it's a drama. It's a limited series one about Spotify. Have you come okay. across that? No, no, yeah, no. it's really good. It's a kind of a it's a harsh watch. It's about how Spotify came. Yeah, you know, it's based on obviously a true story and the main character Daniel Elk, who kind of invented it, comes there. And it's also it's a, the demise of physical recording formats and you often think the streamers are the ones that are, you know the baddies in a way um and they they made up this name of a pirate streaming service it obviously must have been based on the original napster before they went mm. kind of but it comes legal but it shows the how uh the record companies didn't want to give up on it because that's where all the money was but it's a great series and uh it's really how Spotify came to existence and, and why it was in Sweden as well. Um, oh. Yeah, really interesting. I recommend it. It's, uh, you know, it's not it's not a, a necessarily a happy watch, um, but it's fascinating. Oh, cool. Well, it's my birthday this Sunday, so I've got the week. So we're going over to Bath on Sunday and having a day out in Bath with Kieran, hopefully having a couple of drinks and um, doing some things that I don't know 100% sure what we're doing but we're going to stay up there overnight and then um yeah all go from there really well i, I don't think you should cry if you want to not not as you no, no. going to be there i think you should be happy no no and it's going to be it's going to be fun happy birthday from all of us yeah no that's to, good to the wonderful yeah. ian liversidge oh. i can hear everyone cheering oh. you now i'd like i'd like to say oh, yeah a few people it was nice on uh, on on um uh when I was out on Saturday and I bumped into one or two people and they've said, Oh, you know, I'm glad that I'm staying now and not going to move away. So yeah. Thanks to any, anyone who's come up and said that it's, it's really lovely. So uh, really appreciate it. Still a Glastafarian after all. Yeah. Glastafarian after all. Yeah. I know more glass and breathing ever after delivering around there. There's little, there's, when you go out, there's little places and little houses tucked away that you didn't even know about. It's just like little, little, you know, little closer in this uh, estate. And there's places in Glastonbury that, yeah, you, you just wouldn't know were there, honestly. Put on those walking boots and get yourself around the town. Right. Anyway, thanks a lot, Jim. Cheers. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Cheers. Good to see you. Good to catch up. Have a yeah. great birthday. Lovely I would to sing it to up. you, but um, I've just done it in lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> and fingers crossed and best of luck for the rest of this week, mate. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, uh, you know, stay together because uh, we need we need a lot more love in our, not in our town. We're pretty loved up anyway, but stay together and be cool. Okay. Cheers, then. And we're going to finish up with uh, I Destroy and We Are Girls. We'll be right back. 